Hello. Hello. Emily just made fun of my face. Um, mostly just your beard. I was pointing out that I my beard is not a straight line. She's like, yeah, I see it. I'm like, I know you see it. I just <laughs> I pointed it out. I didn't say it like, like yeah, that. you fucking ugly bitch. Look at your face. Go fix yeah, it. That's how I said it. Thank you Verbatim. for being more accurate. Thank you well, for being more accurate. Look, we made it back. We have actually, it's been up like a month since we recorded. Has it been we, a month? We recorded, I think, like the week before Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, we've back, had a, back, a, pretty, back again. a pretty crazy month. One thing I thought of is I thought of this last night when I was preparing for this was that it's we've just been crazy. Like there's just been a lot going on. And um there have been times where I could have squeezed it in, but I also was like, I need to take care of myself. And this, I mean, we don't make money off of this. We don't well really... not only that, but squeezing it in is not great either. Exactly. You know, That's like, what I was about to say. Like, yeah. Just to like squeeze it in is like the yeah. The... I want to look I guess forward I have I guess this. I have to do this. <laughs> I I want to look forward to this and I want it to be something we both enjoy doing. Uh rather yeah. than oh shit, I didn't set a timer. I'll start one right now. And but yeah, it's something that we look forward to doing rather than one of us being like, yeah, let's do this. And then the other one's like, shit, another thing that I have to squish into my day. Exactly. <laughs> or I have my mine is like, I have to think right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been the, I'm glad that we're back. I feel very ready to record. Um, I feel ready to get back on some type of schedule. It's also been hard. It's it just my schedule has been so in flux. Wow. I can't stop looking at my new haircut. Well, because it looks fabulous. I want I fabulous. That is my simple request. All things is that fabulous. from High School Musical? High School Musical 2. Bigger and, and better and, and best. What's I her name? The blonde girl sings it. Ashley Tisdale, right? Along. I need a little fabulous. Is that so wrong? I'm so impressed that you knew her name what's her character name in the movie i don't remember okay. i just know it was ashley tisdale I can my that. my it was a that was a very big thing in my house when it came out my little sister was my little sister is uh very like like well she was i mean i guess she still might be but very like artistic when she was younger in the sense mm-hmm. of like dance and theater and like all of those things um so high school musical was a a large portion of that had to watch that movie so many times this won't do that's a bore that's insulting i need more i need i need i need i need okay i need that <laughs> I love High School Musical. My sister and I, when the first one came out, my sister and I watched it literally every day after work. I know every twist and turn of that movie. Um, and then I've seen two a lot. I think two has much better music in it. Um, in High School Musical 3, I've honestly only seen like once or twice, which I'm not very proud of. 
I don't remember very much of it. One of one of the parts that for some reason is very prominent in my brain is when um Zach Efron, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but Troy when Bolton. Zach Efron, yeah, Troy Bolton is in the middle of the golf course and he's like singing <laughs> the song. Yeah, he's singing the song, dude, and he's just like getting it. That's Everybody's that's like always talking for some daddy. reason very prominent in Everybody's my brain. <laughs> to get in my head. And then it's a big meme too. I'm like a gif, Jeff, whatever. Because he does. I'm trying thing. to listen to my own heart talking. I'm gonna listen to yourself instead. Did you ever lose yourself to give me your what? Okay, so we're done with High School Musical. <laughs> uh, we are um, never fucking done with High School Musical. <laughs> but we can stop talking How are about you? it. I'm How are good. You? Um, so what does the last month look like? So I... I hit all that financial insecurity. Um, I would say that uh, my finances have not changed, but what has changed is my relationship to them. I was telling your perception of your finances. Yeah. Because I was telling Emily on the phone the other day, what I'm really trying to come to is I was living the most financially stable I've ever lived in in my life in New Hampshire, I was getting paid. I would go get groceries and like not worry about price. I would get to go out to eat, not worry about price. Like, and I always had money to spare. I was saving money. Like it just, I was very financially secure. Moving here. I was, I had this expectation of like, Oh, I have been sober for three years. So I did, you know, like I'm financially secure. I move here. I'm not financially secure anymore. That has nothing to do with my sobriety. It's that I'm living in a brand new city again. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. when I first moved to New Hampshire, I was not financially secure. It took me three years to get there, you know? Yeah. And so it's going to take me time. And even, to... even in that three years, there were periods where you were not financially secure. Exactly. And so I, I just kind of changed my relationship to it. and just was like, yeah, this is what it is right now. And like, I have exhausted the options of how to fix this. And like, I really don't have time for a second job, no matter, it would solve so many of my problems, but like, I literally cannot do it, you know? And so I just have to deal with what's going on right now and know that in time it's going to get better. Um, And it has even, it has gotten better because what else happened is that I, I don't really know how to tell this story short, so I'm just not really going to tell it. Um, But basically, my roommates decided to move out. And what I decided to do was also move out because... (laughs) We're all uh, leaving. We're all leaving because my apartment... So I'm paying a lot for the apartment that I'm living in because... I wanted these amenities that I thought I was going to use. And then I found out living here, I don't use them. Like I, I, want, I wanted a gym in my building, but I don't use the gym in my building because I'm never home. Like yeah. I, for, I forget that like, I don't spend very much time at home. My apartment's where I like sleep really. Yeah. Like I'm gone all day. Um, so I wasn't working out. I wasn't like, I wasn't using the building for the money I was paying for it. So I was like, 
I would rather try and find somewhere cheaper and I want to live alone because I found out I don't, I don't want to live with roommates anymore. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you, you used to live with roommates and then you didn't live with roommates. And then to me, the thought of living with roommates again, like other than Brendan, like that's different, but like with people again is like yeah. repulsive. Like it's horrible. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll get more bang for my buck, which is true. Um, and all this stuff, but it came with a level of stress. And here's the stress that it came with. One, um, having to deal with other people's stress and finances in life. Like I problems. Yes, like it's not just me who's in charge. Like I have to rely on other people who are also getting paid and also living life, things like that. But what it also came down to is exactly what happened, which is they decided to move out um, and they were in a place where they were not able to slash unwilling to show the apartment and sublet it. Um, and what, what I mainly want to talk about are two things that I learned from this experience. Yes. Three things, three things. Number one, I'm overwhelmed. Number one, I thought about drinking period, like just point blank. And it was less that I wanted to drink as much as what I really, I was having so many intense feelings of dread and this, that, and the other, that I wanted to completely check out. And the way I know how to do that is drinking, Um, you know, and obviously I did not, obviously I did not drink, which I'm very proud of, you know, I also very proud of you for that. But I say it because it's like, it's a real thing. Like I, I thought about it, you know what I mean? It's still one of those options in my head when life gets too extreme. I, for me, a way that I conceive handling it is completely checking out. So that's one well, thing that I learned. I also think though, it's important to, to talk about those things because, you know, I feel like some people have this misconception that like, you get sober and you work a program and like you, you know, whatever, stay sober for a little while. And like that, that just stops happening. But like, that is the thing that never uh, goes away. Like that always is like, comes up. Like it doesn't just like, oh, I'm sober and I've been sober for two years. And like, I, I don't ever think that drinking will be good ever again. Yeah. Like, that's just not, it's not real. Dude. And I didn't, and I, so. I put zero effort into it. It was really just thoughts and what I was able to identify is like the thoughts really are that I want to check out, you know? Yeah. So that was number one. Number two, what I learned is a new level of acceptance. Um, Ooh, you leveled up, dude. Because there legally practically uh un, like unsaid reasoning that like if you sign a lease you're in charge of that lease do you know what i mean like and you like if you're in charge of rooms like if you're leaving you should you know so there's like this common knowledge this common idea which sure is true but if if someone's not willing to actually follow up on that responsibility then what are you going to do? And like, I want to sit here and be like, well, they should, they should, I shouldn't have to blah, blah, blah. And what I was told by people close to me were like, you really should just, you know, bite the bullet basically and do this thing. Yeah. Like list it on the for chain. Them. Yeah. 
And I don't want to, like, that's not what's agreed upon. That's not what I should have to do. Like I'm already struggle. And it was just this deeper, not, uh, it was a deeper practicing of acceptance because like I did end up listing their rooms. I ended up filling them for them. Like I, I, all things considered, I did all the work and I did not want to. And I, I don't say it as a brag. I say it as like, it was a test of my acceptance that I mm-hmm. did not have before this. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm going to pause because I have to go to the bathroom. I have to pee my pants. Hold on. Okay. So much better. Um, okay. So yeah, it pushed me to practice a level of, of acceptance that was very challenging because I felt very self-justified. Yeah, of course. And and the thing is, is all things considered, I was. Like, legally, I could, you know, take it to court and do the, you know what I mean? Like, there- Oh, the bullshit. Yeah, there, so it's not that it, it's not that I was like wrongfully self-justified, but it comes down to like, okay, here are the facts. What do you want to do with them? Yeah. And you can either like hold on to your justification or just eat it and, and figure it out and get it done and over with. Just eat it, eat it. (laughs) Yeah. Just like that. And the last thing that I really learned and caught off the heels of that acceptance is how do I take this situation and not turn the people into villains? Yeah. Because yeah, we talked about that a couple times. What it's easy to do is take this situation, turn it into a resentment, turn it into hatred, turn it into because the people in my life with good reason, you know, the people in my life are always on my team generally, especially people not in the program. They're like, "Yeah, that is fucked. Like they shouldn't do that." You know, like they're and it all comes from a good place. It comes from a place of like, they love for me, they care for me and they're, they're upset. Yeah. As the person who is in the middle of it and also, you know, trying to live this spiritual life, like I have to hear everything they're saying and be like, okay, but I'm going to leave that over here because where I'm sitting, I have to also see their part in this, understand where they're coming from and not turn them into this, this thing that I hate. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, because I don't that's have room just for it. Dangerous. It is. So I, I have worked very hard to not drift too far into that. Um, I have very much accepted it again, but also just like set my boundaries and then not make them into yeah like a, a villain like they're just yeah. they they did what they did and I have my opinions on it on it but also I have responded to those opinions by filling their rooms I filled my room as well I got three people to move in they move in January 1st and Woo! I am moving into a tiny little studio all by myself um and Yay. it's it's a little shithole but it's my little shithole well, I mean, that's where you lived in, in New Hampshire, so it'll be Oh, fine. no, that place looks like a palace compared to this one. Really? Is it like this a has, closet? This has zero counter space, and I mean literally zero. Like, I know I had okay. a little baby counter, and th- this one's like a stove and a sink, 
and then a fridge. But that's it. There's no counter. Um, Does it come with the with the uh, the crackheads on the doorstep or what? Uh, TV Dean. <laughs> that was a key a key part. A key part of my home sweet home in New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, but oh my uh, god, dude. Most, <laughs> Just, most they are so bad. <laughs> most important is I'm moving in by myself. Um, yeah, and I'm so I'm so happy for you because I think that you will be much happier. You will feel much more calm um, and find a lot more peace that way. And I'm so. so happy for you because I everything so. that you have been through on this journey so far has been, it's been very bumpy. Um, it's a bit bumpy. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. It's a little bit bumpy, like turbul- turbulence. Um, yeah, it's been, um, I haven't had stability in my home in months, months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so I'm looking forward to it, um, getting back to a place where I rely solely on myself, my schedule, my home is everything about revolves around me. And God. Um, and me, um, and, and God, <laughs> and myself. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, and just where I'm at right now, uh, the where I'm at right now is I have re uh, through all of this. I definitely lost my practices and lost a lot of my serenity, and it was very hard to you know get a footing through this and coming out of it on the other side, like subletting a room is a full-time job, like posting on Facebook, fielding all the questions, getting to the right people, you know, all this stuff. And so that all ended last week. And so, or two weeks ago. And last week I really, my friend really called me out and was like, well, you're not doing anything. Like I kept complaining about all the same things, but I wasn't doing anything. So Last week I started doing things, doing my morning routine again. I beefed up my nighttime routine. Um, I wrote out like daily goals to hit like every day. Obviously that's what a daily goal is. Daily Um, goals are every day. And in a very short amount of time, I feel much more back at it. Incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. Um, so <laughs> it is incredible. Uh, so yeah, I'm very happy. Um, COVID is terrible, but I don't really want to talk about COVID because it's all anyone has been talking about news, in New York. Dude. Well, it's not old news. It's, there's a lot of brand new news around it. But I'm old news with COVID. And so yeah, ha- catch me up on you in the last few weeks um the biggest thing i would say was that i had to buy a new car um, which was quite a quite an experience i found out that my car was uh not really fixable um and that put me in a position where i like i had to buy a new car um and i wasn't really planning on it 
Um, I had like had some thoughts about, you know, I, I wanted to buy a new car, but I couldn't justify it at the time. Um, Mm. and then, uh, I was forced basically to buy a new car. Um, and my parents, uh, really helped me out with that. Um, and I was able to purchase literally a brand new car, um, that, I, I drove it off the lot with 11 miles on the whole car, um, which was like really, really crazy to me. Um, and I just have so much gratitude for my parents. Cause when I was younger, my mama co-signed a car for me. And then like a year later, I was just completely consumed by addiction and she had to take over the payments. Um, and she was bullshit and was like, I will never do this for you again. And then um, when I found out that my car now, well, my car was not uh, fixable and like I needed to find a new one. I went to them and I asked them if I could purchase uh, my dad's car from them so that like he could in turn get a new car. Um, and instead they were like we will co-sign for you to get a brand new car um and i just about died on the spot (laughs) and like didn't didn't i knew you were waiting for me to talk so that you could sing some more um are you done yes are you short yes okay um Yeah. So it was just, that was a really beautiful experience for me. Um, very grateful for it. I love my new car. It feels so nice to have a car that like I take pride in and I enjoy driving and like, you know, I just love it. And it's been a long time for me since I've had that. Um, since before I got sober, actually, that like I've had a car that I really liked. So if I had a hobby, like a real hobby and I had money, my hobby would be cars. Um, I, I don't know. I probably talked about that before on here, like on the road rage episode or something. No, but I about cars. Oh, we did an episode about cars. All right. Perfect. So see that episode for my love for cars. But um it just feels great to have a car again that I like. Um, and then I walk outside every day and I'm like, yeah, that's my car. Yeah, bitch, that's yeah, mine. That's my car. You know, it's funny. Every time I lock my doors with the remote thing, I think of you because my horn honks so loud. loud. So loud. It must be like a new yours. Car thing. Oh, my, mine is, just, uh, mine's offensive. Yeah, so was mine, dude. I felt so bad the other day. I was, uh, me and Randall went Christmas shopping on Saturday and I was trying to find my car in the parking lot and I like did the lock thing and the horn went off really loud and I see my car and there's a woman standing there with a baby in a thing directly in front of my car. And I was like, (laughs) sorry, sorry, ma'am. I just killed your baby with my horn. like oh my god offensive um, my car a horn and my art it's so it's rude 
Yeah. Mine is really, really loud. And every time I do it, I think of you because I'm like, oh my God, I'm like Vincent now. Yeah. Like, I'm like, do you ever scare yourself? Yes. Yeah. And Ronan, Ronan gets scared and upset. Sure. And yeah, it's obnoxiously loud. I don't understand why it can't just be like a little beep. beep, beep. beep. It's instead it's like a. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> just super loud, dude. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, what else has been going on? I, uh, one of my very close friends, uh, very, very strongly suggested that I take a vacation from work. Um, like a real, a real true vacation, um, which I have not taken in, I would say at least a year. I have not taken, uh, time off from work that was like fully time off. Um, I've gone places and I've done things, but my job affords me the ability to work from basically wherever I am. Um, so I've been places like we went to New Jersey and like Texas and whatever. And I was still pretty much like on call, like on work. Um, and so I took off all next week, like took it off. Oh, wow. You did this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I, it starts. So my vacation starts Friday, uh, Christmas Eve, and I go back to work on January 3rd. So it's like 10 days if you count the weekends, um, because I work, you know, all the time, like whenever duty calls, I answer. So I did put in for the time off. I will be taking the time off. I'm not necessarily like going anywhere. Um, but like I said, it's been a really long time since I had time off from work for any reason, really. Mm. Um, like even when I had COVID, I still was like semi working through it because I could work from my couch and I wasn't really sick. So it was fine. Um, so I am very, anxious very nervous and also excited um turns out i have really serious control issues what (laughs) yeah i know what a fucking surprise right oh my god i had no idea (laughs) so it's really hard for me um to fathom uh, somebody else like working for me for a week and my i was talking to my boss about this like similar things to this uh yesterday and she told me that it was disrespectful for me to assume that another person does not have the capabilities to do my job and do what i do and like she wasn't saying it in like a go ahead say it she wasn't saying it in like a rude way like she wasn't being like you're disrespectful like she was like it's disrespectful for us to think that no one else can do our job like that it just it and it is if you really think about it it is is. that's such a good way of wording it she slapped you right across the face i i just was like (gasps) (laughs) how do you know me how do you know these things And um, that really stuck with me. And I was like, oh, shit, like she is so right. Um, And, you know, I have to just 
let go of some of that control and um, just let it happen. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen and trust God to take care of it. And like, I'm going to be fine. Somebody else also told me that like, I am not that fucking important. I'm not like the president of the United States. They literally were texting me and they were like, you're not POTUS. You can take a vacation. You're like, it's fine. Um, So here I am taking a vacation and um, it's going to be really weird to not have anything to do to not have to answer my phone to not have to pay attention to my phone because even like last year um we went on a vacation to the beach we got a beach house and like all this stuff and I was like still at work the whole time um and like answering my phone and stuff so it's going to be really weird to be able to just like leave my phone at home if I want and not have to give a shit about anything um so that'll be cool and weird and interesting and going to take probably a day or so to adjust <laughs> to, sure. to, to bring some acceptance around that. Um, Are you going to turn your phone off and everything? Um, I probably won't turn it off, but I'm definitely not going to be like involved in anything. There's like a little more, um, research I have to do behind like how it's all going to work. And I will figure that out tomorrow. But, you know, for the most part, I'm not going to be paying attention to my phone or work or anything. So it'll be. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm nervous. So we'll, we'll have to check in next week in the middle of my week off of work of my vacation and uh see how i'm doing <laughs> see if i if i'm survived yet or if i tried to work i'm sure i'll try to work and uh i'm gonna have to try really hard not to do that so yeah we'll see that's an exciting new thing um christmas is coming which i'm not uh ready for it doesn't feel like christmas i just like two days ago, put some Christmas decorations up in my house. We've had a Christmas tree for a little while and Brent put the lights on it, but that's all that's on it. Um, and I just a couple days ago put up like more decorations and lights. I'm just not really in the Christmas spirit this year. And I don't know what happened last year. I was so excited. My house was decorated like the last like right after Thanksgiving I was like buying all the Christmas stuff and super excited to decorate and whatever and this year I'm just kind of like eh, it's a lot sure. of work sure. <laughs> it's a lot of work so but it'll be nice to see family and do all that stuff have food Thanksgiving was really nice in that way to, to spend time with my family so that part will be good um but I just don't, I don't feel super Christmassy. Okay. Are you feeling Christmassy? No. Yeah. Not at all. I don't know where the the Christmas spirit is not here. I will say very different than last year, though, is that I'm not depressed. 
last year yeah. Christmas I was fucking depressed. This year I don't feel Christmassy because I also it just like kind of happened. I also am having a crazy week at work, so it's like I to me it's not even. As of right now, I think I'm leaving tomorrow after work. Um, yeah. but that's like not even, it doesn't even feel real to me because I have so much to do before that. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way. I don't I have even a know lot what of, I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. I, I have a lot of uh, uh, ducks to put in a row before the end of the day tomorrow. And then um, maybe we'll feel like Christmas and vacation. Do they? well so like all week i have been forgetting that i'm off like on vacation next week and like doing stuff for my job for next week and i'm like oh well gonna have to tell somebody about all these things (laughs) all the things because like i do a lot of scheduling for my job um and like someone's gonna have to take that over and figure out all of that stuff so whatever we'll We'll get there. Um, yeah. So. So buttons. Let's um, let's do it. Um, so our topic tonight, this evening, um, because we are back to do um, doing topics. Uh, uh, sorry, I checked my phone. Um, is therapists. I don't even remember pull like when did this topic get pulled? It was supposed to be the topic the week I wasn't doing very well. So like three week, two week, three weeks ago, I'm I have completely lost track of time. Why do you have a therapist? Because I'm a fucking psychopath, dude. Well, that's not really great to say. Well, okay. Um, because so, um, I only say that because the whole thing of like, we shouldn't say crazy because that has a stigma to it. You know, psychopath has, don't get, don't make that face at me. You know what I'm saying? It is true. I'm not very PC, my friend. Well, okay. I'm still going to encourage you not to say that. Okay. At least on recordings. I am cuckoo. Oh my God. Okay. So I have a therapist because there are certain um, things that like a recovery program is not going to help me to work through Um, certain things that I need help from a professional in order to work through. Um, And it's just like another person for me to talk to and like get their advice or opinions or like help me to to work through something. It just Mm -hmm. adds another person into my arsenal of people to hold me accountable, people to help me when I'm having a hard time with something, people to shine light and give me a different perspective on stuff like it just adds another person to that. but also because, you know, I, I have some experience with a recovery program and that program has given me the greatest tools that I've had up until like, you know, to get sober and to stay sober and all of these things. And, um, 
that recovery program cannot help me work through trauma, for example, cannot sure. help me work through mental illness. Like it can't, like it can help to maybe like uh, take away some of the symptoms of those things or like to help me get into a place where I'm ready to deal with trauma or I'm ready mm-hmm. to deal with mental health, but it's not going to be able to help me work through trauma. It's not going to be able to help me recognize like when I'm having like some sort of mental illness, like episode, sure. like these are things that I need help from a professional for, um, And that's why, like, I will always recommend that people get a therapist, even if, like, you don't think you need it. I always recommend that because it's just another tool to help you take care of yourself. Um, For me, going to therapy is like a big self-care thing, especially like with the field that I work in, especially with like me being in recovery, especially with the trauma that I've had, like all of these things just make it even more of a reason for me to have a therapist and work with a therapist. I don't have one. I had one for a hot second. (laughs) It's a great question. Um, (laughs) um, Because I'm better. I'm cured. I don't need help from anyone. Um, okay. First I want to tell, uh, okay. So first I want to tell a story. Um, (laughs) I have, I mean, I never had a therapist. I think I would have to re-ask my parents. I think I had a very emotional response to 9-11 and I feel I remember like going to like therapy like a therapist I think to like kind of decompress from that I don't really remember I just like kind of hazy memories of that so that may be true or not true but like ever okay. since then like I never had I've never gone to therapy yeah um and then in obviously rehab the first So the first rehab I went to, my therapist was a very, very sweet woman who I really just manipulated. And yeah, you played her, dude. Yeah, I went into her office and just was like, used my personality and was like, I was somewhat, the first rehab I went to was one of those, like, there's a hundred people in the community type rehabs. Um, And so like, I was generally a rule follower I was very nice um, and I had a very, you know, like loud personality. So I was able to go in there and just be like, you know, and she's like, yeah, so good. I'm like, wow, you think so? Thank you. You know, uh, um, we like talked more I'll about take Broadway. my certificate now. Yeah. We like talked more about Broadway than we did myself. Yeah. So the second time I go to rehab, I was like, oh, same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll be fine, you know? And I wanted to leave treatment so bad. I was like over it. I hated the rehab I was at. I was like, this place is not going to work for me, blah, blah, blah. And so like, you know, all the, my first week there, I'm like gearing up to go to my therapist and be like, you know, this isn't working for me, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So I like go in there and I'm like explaining why I don't belong there. And I'm like, I started crying and blah, blah, blah. And she like, wasn't having it. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? 
Then this. I have a story too. This fucking bitch. This bitch calls my mom and tells Mm -hmm. her, uh, you're, you know, Vincent's going to probably call you and asking to leave and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, don't let him. So then I call my mom and I'm like, oh, like this place doesn't get me. And like, I really want to leave. (laughs) And my mom said no. And I was like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? How dare you? And it turns out my therapist at rehab is up up in here trying to AMA block me. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. For those of you at home, AMAs against medical advice when you leave a treatment center uh, before you're supposed to, uh, it's against medical advice and AMA because you're, any treatment, if you leave a hospital before you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I had a therapist when I went to IOP, you know, for like a little bit, but it's all these like really short, short, short 30 day term things. Um, uh, what was your story? Uh, so when I, I've like two stories. So I went to rehab in, um, Florida one time and I wanted to leave, AMA and go back home and they called my mom and told her not to let me go home and me being like the brat that I was left anyway and like sat out front of the rehab at a gas station for like an hour and a half waiting for a taxi to come and pick me up Mm -hmm. and they kept trying to like get me to go back but I was like so I was appalled appalled and like disgusted with the therapist because she called my mom Mm -hmm. and I remember like going into her office and being like yeah I'm leaving and she started like crying and like asking me to stay and was she was crying and I I was just like yeah yes and I literally was I was disgusted with her. Like I was just like this. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you crying? Just let me go. Like I didn't say those things to her, but I just remember being like, what the fuck is going on? Like I am leaving. What is wrong with you people? I can't believe the therapist was crying. That seems really inappropriate. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird thing. And then. Yeah, eventually I made it back here to New Hampshire, of course. Um, But when I was in rehab the last time I got there and I started out, my therapist was this really, really nice woman um, who, you know, just the, the sweetest woman. And there was another therapist there who was this man. And I saw him with the other clients and I was like, I do not like that guy. Like, I don't like him at all. And then the therapist, the woman that I I had, the woman that I had left and I ended up having the gentleman therapist and I hated him. I was because I hated him because he called me on my shit. Like he would tell me like, what are you doing? Like made me follow the rules was very upfront, blunt, strict, like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And I was just like, don't you know who I am? Like, how dare you? And he just cut me right down. Just like not happening, not doing it because like I could have left treatment 
but I had nowhere to go. I had like, my mom was like, you're not coming home. I was on probation. Like I had no, there was nothing for me. I had to stay there. Like I somehow stronger heads prevailed and I stayed there. And like, he just chopped me up, dude. And I was like appalled at first. And then once I learned how to act Do right, you know who I great. think I am. That was literally like me though. Like, do you know who I think I am? Like, how dare you tell me yeah. what I can and can't do? How dare you call me out for flirting with the boys? How dare you? Like, what? What? You? who do you think you are? Yeah. So then <laughs> I ended up spending um, like six months at that treatment center and had him as a therapist the whole time. And by oh, the nice. end, by the end, it was great. And like, I loved having him as my therapist and I wanted to continue to have him as my therapist. And like, unfortunately I couldn't, Mm -hmm. um, but I have found in my life that people that I meet and I don't like them when I first meet them, generally we become like good friends or like we end up having a really good relationship where I really like the person. Like one of my, (laughs) Yeah, I hated you when I met you. No, I'm just kidding. I actually wanted to be your friend from the second I heard you singing in a meeting. Um, But like one of my closest best friends um, and like mentor, when I met her, she I actually met her when I was in rehab. She worked there and we weren't allowed to vape in the building at the rehab I was at. And Mm. I was like on the other side of the building. And the way that it was set up was like there was a room in the middle of the, in the middle of like the open area. And you could see through windows, like to the other side of the room. And I was vaping on the other side of the room, thinking that no one could see me. And she saw me and she was like, I just saw you vape in here. And I was like, no, you didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. And I lied right to her face. And she went and told like the, um, one of the therapists and they held a whole group and like made me confess to lying in front of a whole group of people. And I was bent. And I was like, this lady is a fucking bitch. Like, how dare you do this? And now she's like my best friend, my mentor, like we were like inseparable, like (laughs) just like I meet these people and they did these, like they held me accountable and they called me out on my shit. And I was really, really mad about it. But eventually like, I was like, Oh, I, I like that. And I need that. uh, That's what, okay. So how, here's the thing about, I think I may have said this on in the past, but I'm going to say it again. The thing about finding a therapist is number one, when you really need to find one, it's like so fucking hard to like put in yeah. the life skills it takes. Like, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm looking for a therapist because I'm not doing well. So it's very yeah. hard to put in the life skills it takes to, to get one when you really need one. And then yeah. when I don't need one, I'm like, oh, I can look I tomorrow. don't need one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so that's that's a hard thing like when you're like like for me like depression is like one of my bigger things and so like yeah looking for a therapist when you're depressed is like unnerving um it's oh yeah of course i can barely lift my like self out of bed never mind put in like this work second of all it's incredibly expensive it's very hard to navigate i 
I find a lot of it, and then some of it isn't. Like it all depends on your insurance and this and the other, which adds a whole nother layer of stress. Oh. Um, and then it's the biggest, one of the best things I was ever told was my, a woman was like, don't forget your, you are paying them for a service. So you are allowed to be picky about who you find, yes. like you're allowed yes. to interview them. It's not just yep. like, oh, you have to, because what I found, what, well, okay. What are the, for you, what are the qualities of a good therapist? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard question. I just kind of like get the vibe of them. And like, that's what determines for me. Well, what about your therapist right now works? Um, he is like funny with me and sarcastic with me and will like tell me when I'm like thinking delusionally, like when my thinking goes like way off course, he's like, yeah, that's, that's not it. You want to try it, try again, <laughs> try it again. <laughs> try again. Um, and yeah, like literally top, like that. Top. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we are able to laugh during our sessions, but also be serious, um, and has a, great knowledge of um recovery and like those aspects so that's obviously like important now um and I just I feel comfortable like I don't feel like they're going to judge me and no therapist in my mind should ever make someone feel judged but like it's a very specific demeanor and like way that they are for every different person right like you could see my therapist and hate him I could see your therapist and not like them at all but like you love them and like have this you know good relationship with them um so the most important things for me are are like they can't be too serious um, because I get, I get very, very, (laughs) I get very, very uncomfortable um, when I have to talk about my emotions and like talk about things like that. So my immediate reaction is to deflect with humor. Um, I had no idea. And (laughs) so he doesn't let me deflect with humor, but we are, I am allowed to be funny and make jokes and like be sarcastic, but like still have to, you know, talk about the things that I need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, I really just think that finding a therapist is all about finding someone that like you can groove with in a beneficial way, like not someone that's going to be your friend but someone that like you can, like, I can feel comfortable around to like just exist as a person and Mm -hmm. like, you know, be my regular self. Cause if you can't do that in therapy, like you're going to get nothing out of therapy. If you don't like your therapist, get a new therapist. If you have any sort of like a weird feeling or like, you don't want to share certain things with your therapist or like whatever, get a new therapist because you're wasting their time. You're wasting your time and you're wasting money. Like it just, and I love what you said about being picky because I, I say that to people all the time too. Like when they're like, Oh, I want to find a therapist. I'm like, okay, make sure that like 
you interview them. And if you're not feeling it, you tell them like, Hey, I'm not really feeling this. They're not going to be offended because they're not going to be able to help you if you're not comfortable with them. Or if like, you're not, um, like feeling like you want to engage with them, it's going to be pointless. Yeah. So obviously like, yeah. My friend gave me a good piece of advice. So the reason why I don't have a therapist anymore is one, I, I, it was a little too expensive. Um, yeah. But all this person specifically, not all therapy, but that one specifically. And then number two, I just like it for the money I was paying, I wasn't feeling the vibe that I would want to feel. You know, my friend gave me the suggestion. She was like, it's okay to ask your therapist, like, Hey, what is your style? And like, it, could I get more of a blah, 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 you know, because it may be the recovery side of me, but like, I found he was listening too much. Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing is that is a style that works for people. And that is a whole style of therapy is that like the, the client really does all of the talking and comes to a place of self-discovery. I yeah, the don't lead. want that. I don't want that. I want you to stop me. I want you to interrupt me. I want you to tell me what you're seeing. I want, I want to hear your opinion. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to follow your opinion, but I do want to hear it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I want, yep. I, I need someone who's a little bit more vocal and uh, for the money that I was paying, I wasn't really getting that. Now that being said, ask me how much effort I've put into getting a new one. Can I guess? Yes zero yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah dead like zero because it's like that is I will say this I am exhausted by the American healthcare system meaning I don't really understand insurance I really don't I don't understand the insurance plan I have I don't understand what a deductible means I don't understand the, the copay and the this like I have such a basic knowledge of it that the I have health insurance and the thought of using it stresses me out so much that I try <laughs> like, to use it. like I pay for it every month but like the fact that like looking into using it stresses me out what like yeah. I'm good at emergency services when I have an STI I go to the doctor you know what I mean? like, <laughs> when when I uh, need a COVID test I figure it out do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, because I'm in a place where I've just been kind of like, la di da di da. I'm like, this is not an emergency service. So I don't even want to fathom figuring it out. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, me too. that's really hard for me to face. And then it's it like, it's, it's finding out if they have availability and this, that, and the other. you know, it's like, it's, it's just, it's, it's hard and it makes me shut down. And it's a part of why I want to be a therapist, which is funny because I want to be one. Like literally I'm applying, putting together grad school applications for becoming a licensed mental health counselor. You know what I mean? But I am myself terrified of all the work it takes to get one and, and engage with one and blah, blah, blah. Because the thing is, is I'm, I'm, honestly a very open book. Like I'm not afraid to tell someone I don't know everything about myself. Like that part of doesn't, you know, I think there are many barriers to therapy. That's not one that I have. Um, yeah. But finding the right one is very difficult for me. Um, well, and it gets frustrating too. Yes. 
And a huge resource that I want to just say out loud while we're online um, ah. is called psychologytoday.com. Incredible. Psychologytoday.com. It's a great place to, <laughs> I, I mean, it's where I found the therapist that I was working with. It's where I plan on finding my next one whenever I pull it up. Um, yeah, it's great. It's a great it's, resource. It's a way you can type in where you live, what you're interested in getting help with, what your insurance plan is. Um, and it, 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 it's a if, huge database. It even has an option now, like if you want telehealth or in person, like there's all kinds of different um, like filters and stuff that you can put on. You can pick like a, uh, you can filter it to like male or female. You can like pick um, like recovery friendly or um, mm. like, you know, trauma or whatever all the different things that you want it's great yeah so i highly suggest it to anyone who's never looked for one before it can be incredibly helpful um i need to do it myself um yeah uh so oh my god i just completely lost my train of thought so i should (laughs) i should get a therapist because it's also like i don't want to be one and like i've never had one um yeah well just do it's it can be super exhausting to like therapist shop basically but you should because you'll be better for it in the future so when you do are you taking selfies right now dude no i took a picture of the two of us recording oh my gosh um but when you do need a therapist you'll have one yeah that's the biggest thing for me is like, when I do need a therapist, I have a therapist and I'm like, okay, we have an appointment scheduled for this day. Like, okay. Yeah. Good. What would you say to someone who doesn't want to get a therapist? Why don't you want to get a therapist? Like what, what is it going to hurt? What's going to be like, why not? What's the negative effect why that could come from having a therapist? <clears throat> It's the same thing that someone told me when I didn't want to get sober or when I didn't want to work a recovery program. And they were like, why, why not? And I, I couldn't come up with a good reason because it wasn't like at that point, like it wasn't like I didn't want to be sober because I, what I did. And they were just like, all right, so what's your problem then? And I was like, well, I guess nothing. So I will do it. Yeah. I think it's also like, I think, Truly, I think generationally, like it's becoming more and more accepted or the norm or, you know, I don't even to have a therapist. Into, yeah. I don't want to even get yeah. into like the generational because that is just no. a whole nother episode, but it's more like, um, but I think it's becoming more and more. And here's the deal. I think studying mental health right now, like long-term is going to be fascinating in terms of the the pandemic yeah Yeah. I think it's gonna be incredibly interesting to see the long-term mental health effects of 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 all of this um yeah I don't know I really think I think you don't know what you don't know you know they are they are I mean all things considered like giving them benefit of doubt like they are trained professionals and like you, you don't always know what you're going to go to therapy for, but 
I think everyone could benefit from talking to a third party, a non, a non partial third party. Um, yeah. Someone who's just totally removed from their life yeah. and like has no idea what's going on. I also always like whenever I talk to people about getting a therapist, which weirdly enough comes up a lot in my life. I don't know why, um, sure. but to like meet with a therapist. And if you, and I say this because I lived this experience, meet with a therapist. If you feel like it might not work, meet with them again, at least one time, maybe two more times sure. and like see how it goes. Because when I first met with my therapist, the, so I was referred to my therapist by one of my friends. The first time that I met with them, I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. And yeah. I would call my friend, I call my friend and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't think this is going to be good. And she was like, well, no, you're going again and you're going to see what happens. Like you're going again. And here I am probably like almost two years later, maybe, or something like that with the same therapist. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> definitely, you know, give it more than one shot. It's like, I tell people when they're eating, trying a new food for the first time, you got to take two bites because the first one doesn't count. Um, and, uh, you know, try it again with the same person. And then if you still are not feeling it, tell them, like, talk to them about it. And there's also a chance that they can refer you to someone else. Because mm -hmm. a lot of therapists, no other therapists. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're in therapy. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in therapy too. I'm glad that I have at least started. I got on the journey at least a little bit. Listen, sometimes I really don't want to do it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to meet with my therapist. Yeah. And then I do it. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I did that. You know? I, I want it most when I desperately need it. But when I don't desperately need it, I'm like, uh, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're so not guess, fine. So. so I guess I have no room to really talk. <laughs> we shall see. I feel like I didn't say anything super groundbreaking or anything, but whatever. You don't have to, though. You don't have to. And um, also, you don't know what the things you say mean to other people. I also don't even really remember what I said anyway, so. That's me every time. It's perfect. I watch it and I'm like, wow, who said these things? Oh, who that was me. Said that? I watch it. I listen to it. <laughs> I look at my phone while it just slowly ticks yeah. through the well, whole time. It ticks through Spotify and I stare at our picture. Well, Actually, confession, have not listened to any of our new episodes. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Dude. I just haven't. I'm just like, yeah, I said it. It's in the universe and we're done. Next. Okay, we're done. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to that. <laughs> have, you okay, ever listened to my, have you ever listened to my episode from the first season? All right. Good night, questions. everyone. Good night. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're never doing this again. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye.